Never tell people how to do things. Tell them what to do, and they will surprise you with their ingenuity. George S. Patton. This is Simple Joe for Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. kind of leadership role whatsoever. This is a lesson. And we are all leaders at some some level in our life. We're leading our families. We're leading our kids. We're leading, leading co-workers. We're leading the people around us. Most of us are in some kind of leadership role uh, at some level in our life. And this is a really good nugget right here. Instead of, instead of micromanaging people, instead of telling them step by step how to do something, Instead of looking over their shoulder, making sure they're, they're doing, a, doing it exactly the way you think it should be done, how about giving them the freedom the, and the autonomy to figure it out? Tell them the end goal, maybe some boundaries, but let them surprise you with their ingenuity. Let them surprise you with their creativity and their outside-the-box thinking and their own personal, bring in their own personal experience and their own personal skills and their own personal motivations to come up with something that is probably better than you would have ever thought, right? And then they own it. So whatever, whatever processes or progress needs to be made with this project or whatever it might be, if they own it, they will, they, they will be much easier to, to manage. Now, this isn't a man management lesson, but it's a little nugget about life. So never tell people how to do things, tell them what to do, and they will surprise you with their ingenuity. Thank you, George S. Patton. You are a great general, and that's a great quote. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. Today, we're going to look at the weather in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Welcome, Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. And we're going to see the rare skill to teach kids to make them successful adults. And of course, the often requested, the very popular, much, much more. So for my friends inner near Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, you're going to see a high of 63 degrees today and a low of 48 with partly sunny skies. Partly sunny skies tomorrow, 71 and 51 for the high and low. And cloudy skies on Friday, 59 and 36. So some beautiful weather over the next couple of days. Beautiful fall weather. And a little, little overcast on Friday. You'll be all right, though. Enjoy this beautiful weather. Thank you so much for listening, Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. I certainly appreciate you, and I am grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we have full-on sunshine today, 71 degrees for the high and 42 for the low, partly sunny skies tomorrow, 71 and 51, and 63 and 30 on a rainy Friday. So full-on sunshine today, partly sunny skies tomorrow, and we got some rain coming on Friday, 71, 71, and 63, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, respectively. So still beautiful weather over the next couple of days. Carl Sagan was born today in 1934, astronomer, author, known for his research on extraterrestrial life. Happy birthday, Carl Sagan, wherever you are, because he passed in 1996. Rocker Tom Fogarty was born today in 1941 from Creighton's Clearwater Revival. Great music. Lou Frigno, the Incredible Hulk himself, born today in 1951. Chris Jericho was born today in 1970, professional wrestler Chris Jericho. Uh, yeah, he's also a heavy metal singer. How about that? In a, in a rock band called Fozzy. And Nick Lachey was born today in 1973. He's, uh, he's kind of from this area. He was born in Harlan, Kentucky, 
but he went to the Cincinnati School for Creative and Performing Arts, I think is, is what it's called, and part of the band to 98 Degrees. So happy birthday, Nick Lachey. You are certainly popular in this area. Also in 1973, Columbia Records released Piano Man by Billy Joel. Billy Joel is one of the great singer-songwriters uh, of our time. I, I got the opportunity to see him in concert a couple years back, and Piano Man is probably the greatest sing-along song there has ever been. At this concert, it was amazing. When Billy Joel did this song at this concert, he started, he started the song, and he didn't stop singing. He was singing himself, but you couldn't hear him. Because the crowd was just singing along. Every word didn't miss a beat. Now, we were at a Billy Joel concert, so you would kind of expect that. People know the song, but I I don't know many people that don't know Piano Man. It's one of those songs that everybody knows, that everybody loves to sing along. And that great piece of music was given to us in 1973 by Billy Joel. Today is World Adoption Day. Adoption is so important. Uh, there are kids out there, not only in our country, but across the world, that need a family. They need a mom and dad. They need a heck. They need a dad. They need a mom. Even if you're a single parent, that's, that's okay. Uh, but gosh, man, they need a family. They need a family. And there's so many, uh, so many opportunities in, to, to adopt children. It's just a shame. It doesn't happen. Right. Is that is children get to, as children get older, uh, and they're in the system, they're not as easy to adopt out. Take that into consideration. There's a, you know, we have a, we have a foster care system here in the United States, at least. I'm sure there's a similar system across the world. That's not perfect. I mean, I'm sure everybody's doing the best they can, but there's, there's kids out there that need a home, that need a family. So happy World Adoption Day. It's also World Freedom Day. I'm not going to look this up, but I seem to remember that this has something to do with the Berlin Wall falling today and it's celebrating World Freedom Day. So, Happy World Freedom Day. It's also National Louisiana Day. If you like Louisiana, if you're from Louisiana, if you have a particular affection like I do for Louisiana, I hope you celebrate Louisiana Day today. Today is your day to celebrate Louisiana Day. Have yourself some gumbo, right? (laughs) I work a lot in Louisiana. I spend a good deal of time down there, and I I really like that that whole area down there, so... Happy National Louisiana Day. It's also National Scrapple Day. What is Scrapple? It seems to me that I've heard of this before. It's some kind of meat product. National Scrapple Day, November 9th. National Scrapple Day on November 9th recognizes the first pork food invented in America. The very first pork food invented in America. For those not familiar familiar with Scrapple, it is traditionally a mush of pork. All things good start with the word mush, right? It is traditionally a mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal, flour, and spices, such as sage, thyme, savory, and black pepper. The mush is then formed into a semi-solid loaf, sliced, and pan-fried. Holy God, I want this. (laughs) Oh, man. This sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. It's like a pork meatloaf. We have a thing here in Cincinnati uh, called Geta, and it's a... It's a combination of pork sausage and oats, and it's really good. Uh, you really have to appreciate it if you uh, come to Cincinnati and, and appreciate it when you're here. Uh, it's really good, and this sounds awesome. Scrapple sounds awesome. If you have a 
If you have a good Scrapple recipe, send it to me. 513-399-6468 is my text, is my text number. And my email address is joe at thesimplejoe.com. I would love to see a good national, a uh, good Scrapple, good Scrapple. I'll get this out. A good Scrapple <laughs> recipe uh, to celebrate National Scrapple Day. Wow. Man, Scrapple sounds good. So it's World Adoption Day, World Freedom Day, National Louisiana Day, and National Scrapple Day. If these days hold significance to you, if they're important to you, I hope you celebrate. I hope you celebrate in a way that brings you fulfillment, joy, and happiness, and only a way in, in the way that only National Scrapple Day can bring you. I talked to 70 parents who raised highly successful adults. Here's the rare skill they taught all their kids. This is from CNBC, Margo, Margo, Michelle, Binsnow. I guess I'll, Binsnow, Binsnow, B-I-S-N-O-W. Sorry, Margo, uh, or it's Margot. I'm, I'm assuming Margo. I think the T's silent, M-A-R-G-O-T. Binsnow, B-I-S-N-O-W. Oh, man, I've really messed up your name at the very beginning of your article here. Anyway, as parents, as parents, we all want to raise confident, fearless, and resilient kids. But where do we begin? For my book, Raising an Entrepreneur, that's Margot's book. For my book, Raising an Entrepreneur, I talked to 70 parents who raised highly successful people. When I asked them what skills they taught their kids at an early age, there was one in particular that they all agreed on. Curiosity. Curiosity goes further than a simple desire to know something. It involves trying to fix something. It's about asking questions. How does this work? Does it have to be this way? Could I make it better? How to teach your kids to be more curious. Surprisingly, curiosity is a rare skill these days. Career experts even call it an up and coming skill. And Harvard Business School school and, and Harvard Business School researchers named it as a highly sought after trait in the digital era. And I think it makes I think there's a little a little key there in the digital era. How curious are our kids today? How much do we encourage curiosity? When I was a kid, man, I asked all kinds of questions. I asked and asked and asked. And many times, I would say most of the time, I was kind of pushed away. My parents were busy. The people around me were busy. I was too irritating. I asked too many questions, right? So how do we do this? How do we, how do we encourage and uh, how do we encourage and how do we, how do we bring curiosity out in kids? Well, according to this article, here's how the parents I interviewed nurtured curiosity in their kids. They encourage their kids to fix things. Fixing things can help kids develop decision-making and problem-solving skills. If you have something around the house that needs repairing, like a bad light bulb or a leaky faucet, use it as a teaching opportunity with your kids. So this is, a, yeah, I like this. Encourage, encourage kids to fix things. Uh, bring them alongside of you. You know, if you're, if you're fixing something, uh, if you are, uh, if you're repairing something in the garage or just around the house there or whatever it might be, bring them into it. Ask them how they think they would fix it. Help them, you know, help them, have, help them, uh, bring, have them help you bring the tools and so forth and get them involved in that. Or, or like this says, just give them a project, a little tiny project, maybe even make something up a project that you already know how to fix it, but you'd like, you'd like them to do it. So they encourage kids to fix things. Number two, 
they instilled the confidence to tackle big real world problems. Now, how do you do this? They instilled the confidence to tackle big real world problems. Jessica Jackley is the co-founder of Kiva, a peer-to-peer lending platform that has lent more than 1 billion in microfinance loans to small businesses. My mom built my confidence every single day. She told me I could do anything I wanted to do, no matter how unachievable and ambitious it seemed. And in very specific ways, we would talk about different leadership opportunities, she said. So yeah, instill confidence in our kids. Let them know that they can tackle big problems and give them the opportunity to tackle those big problems. I can see this. Yeah, this is definitely, now this is, listen, I, I, I sure was not a perfect dad. I have, I certainly made my mistakes and I certainly, uh, I certainly lost, lost sight of, of the important things in life many times, many, many times, uh, as my kids were growing up, but I see this and I can see where this would be an important thing. Right. And I did this to some extent with my kids and I failed it to some extent with my kids when it comes to these things. Uh, they instilled the confidence to tackle big real world problems. Give them, give them the encouragement to, to go after the big stuff. Give them the encouragement. Let them know that they can do it, that they can do anything and take them down that path. Yeah. They instilled the confidence to tackle big real world problems. And three, they asked hard questions. Smart questions show that you respect your kid's judgment, which builds their confidence. It also teaches them how to manage risk and how to make choices among different possibilities with various trade-offs and different outcomes. They asked hard questions. And this is something that I don't think we do enough with our kids. A lot of this, most of this is something we don't do enough with our kids is asking hard questions. Let them get them involved, even in stuff that you may not know. I I remember asking my kids, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Or uh, how do you think we should do this? Or which way do you think we should go uh, as we're, as we're driving down the road? I remember playing a, playing a game with, I think my youngest daughter where we would drive down the road and we would, she would count to 10 or something like that, or count to a certain number and then tell me which way to turn left or right. And then wherever we ended up is where we ended up. That was always kind of fun until I realized we were just kind of going around in circles. Then you got to be patient and say, Hey, how about if we turn left here? How about we're head this direction? <laughs> they asked hard questions. Yes. Yeah, smart questions. Show show that you respect your kid's judgment, that they have something to offer, right? That's it. That they have something to offer that somebody uh, thinks that they have something to offer when you ask them hard questions. And that is that is really uh, uh, a confidence builder when you, when somebody asks hard questions and acknowledges that kids have something to offer. This is a really neat little article. This is a really neat little article. And in, in the headline, I talked to 70 parents who raised highly successful adults. Here's the rare skill they all taught their kids, and it's curiosity. Curiosity. They encouraged their kids to fix things. They instilled the confidence to tackle big real world problems. And they asked hard questions. This little tiny thing, this, this little article right here can raise the future leaders of our culture, the future leaders of our society. These little, this little thing, curiosity and still curiosity in our kids. I like that. I like this little, this little nugget, this little tip here. Let's wrap it up right there. Tomorrow is Thursday's random questions, uh, and we'll look at the weather in Geneva, Illinois. 
I like Thursday's random questions, and I know you do too. I hear a lot of feedback about Thursday's random questions. That's uh, where I kind of go through the internet and and pull questions and answer them improvisationally off the top of my head, thinking on my feet. Tells me those random questions tells me they usually tell me something about myself that I didn't know. So I look forward to Thursday's random questions. If you want to give me your thoughts on the show, I would love to hear from you. Email me, joe at thesimplejoe.com, or send me a text at 513-399-6468. Again, 513-399-6468, or joe at thesimplejoe.com. You can uh, you can see those that information on today's show notes. Just swipe over. However you're listening to the, sh- to the show, just swipe over or swipe down or whatever. You'll see them right there. If you just want to say hi, I would love to hear from you. I really would. A simple hi, Joe, really puts gas in my tank. And if you like listening to the show, do me a favor. Share it with your friends on social media. Use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag simple Joe is my friend. I would certainly appreciate that. Remember, memories are better than stuff. Make some great memories with your with your kids, right? Or the kids around you or whoever, whatever kids are around you by teaching them curiosity. I'll bet you, I'll bet you years from now, they'll appreciate it. And they'll have something to talk about. They'll have that memory where you, uh, you led them along and uh, taught them curiosity. They may not remember it exactly that way, but they'll remember the thing. They'll remember the the instances. They'll remember the events. Um, I don't think they're going to remember the things. I don't think they're going to remember the stuff. Memories. Memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Take care.